What's up, everybody? It's the Jimmy Noga Show coming to you L-I-B-E live. How you doing, Jimbo? Doing fantastic. I'm ready. Ready? Sorry. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done a pod. But heads up, everybody. Unfortunately, since it is summer break now, we are unable to get into our media studio. So the sound quality is going back. We're going back to the old way of things. Just how it's going to have to be for the next few weeks. Bear with us. But we're going to kind of do our thing. Hopefully, we can still produce some good content and bear with us on the sound quality until we get back in the studio at Kalamazoo. But... For right now, we got Jimbo over FaceTime, and we're going to get it going. Today, we're going to do a huge NBA podcast, but before I get into that, let me get uh, rid of some logistics. Make sure you guys check out our website at www.jimmyandogre.wixsite.com slash podcast. There'll be content. Um, our blogs will be up there if we ever do one. <laughs> and uh, direct access to our Twitters and our Apple and SoundCloud uh, recordings where you can view our and listen to our podcast. Also, make sure you always support our buddies at whereofficials.com and also keep checking up with at Graceful Son. He's doing a lot of good content on his Twitch stream if you're an MLB fan. I believe he's just focusing on the show right now, but sometimes he dives into 2K like he did with us. But make sure you check him out at Twitch at Graceful Swan 55. And then, of course, most importantly, Jimbo, take it away. Gotta follow us on Twitter putting out premium content put on some good draft stuff and we'll have more coming this summer as we as we see yeah it's it's gonna it's the dry season of sports right now not yeah, a lot I'm, going on i was thinking like yeah and then i'm like wait there's not anything that happens in the summer besides baseball we just and need to just drop breaking baseball. news that happened like four <laughs> months ago and see how people react just like hey, NBA, NBA free agency go down to the browns bro <laughs> <laughs> You just need to start tweeting stuff like that, like we just found out about some obnoxious stuff. Just be as obnoxious as possible. That seems to be the MO, and it seems to work out for us in the most part. But yeah, kind of a little intro, a little extended intro for you guys. We are horrible planners. Heinz and I have been trying to start this podcast, or do this podcast, for about, what, four or five days now? And yeah, easily, every day. One thing led to another. There's always something that comes up. Either we get too lazy and I want to sleep, or, oh. Breaking news, Michigan, as we're recording this, Michigan baseball, shout out them. They are heading to the World Series. It looks like they're going to face the winner of Vanderbilt in Louisville. That's pretty exciting. That's I want them to play Vanderbilt, dude. That would be sick. Big time baseball, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Not to get too sidetracked, but, yeah, we're over planners. We have just so much has gotten in the way, whether it was work or just <laughs> trying to find time to do it. And then timing uh, with the NBA draft, and then we decided to be better to do it after the draft. So we we're, were about gonna, to do it like during the fir- during the first. Round we're of gonna the draft. do it during the first draft, but then the first draft was taking way too long, and we're, we're like, like oh right god, now. we wanted to do this at like eight, and the Pistons hadn't picked yet, and it was like nine o'clock already. We're like, screw this. <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, do it tomorrow. So classic, do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, the classic. Let's just do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but again, it's a summer schedule, so we're not going to get that consistent Tuesday pot out, but stick with us. We'll try and get some podcasts out at least once a week, starting now, now that we got our set schedules going. And But yeah, again, like I said earlier, we're going back to the old way of things. The sound quality isn't the best, but stick with us for a little bit. We'll be good. And kind of a little catch up on what we've been doing, kind of like our how we've been talking about our lives a little bit. Me, Jimbo, and two 
friends of ours decided to throw some entertainment purposes only cash on the U.S. Open. Jimbo had this huge plan devised. We pick some guys to finish top five, pick a guy to finish top ten, pick a couple winners. Like, one of them's going to hit, right? One of them has to hit. I thought there's no way that we don't make money off this. <laughs> it's impossible. There's no way one, not one of them hit. Yeah, exactly. And for your boy personally, it was his first time ever. And as I'm assuming you can guess, not a single one of them were correct. It was. We only had. We had. What did we bet? I think we bet on six golfers. We had one that was close. One was close. I think three of them didn't even. Or two of them didn't even make the cut. Yeah, the one into the weekend. Like the, the other two of them were like the worst people to make the cut. Oh, God. But we were at borderline having four of our six bets not make the cut. So. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, not good. Not good. Not good at all. All I'm saying is I picked Xander Schaufel, Schaufel, however you pronounce his name. I threw his name out there as a possibility to pick him, and he ended up in top five. So I just want to put that out there. Cool. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't, you didn't lobby for him enough. Since we didn't pick him. Yeah, I had no confidence in it, but I, ha- I had to stick with it now since I was right. But you also, just can't bet on a guy with a name like that. Like I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, his name's Xander, dude. Shuffle. Oh, thank God we didn't bet on Rickley Fowler, though. My goodness, the dude comes yeah. out minus six first day, and then he shoots like a plus fifteen for the rest of the weekend. It's horrible. move. Horrible. <laughs> All right, but quick intro with the podcast, what we're doing basically, we're going to do heavy NBA pod. Basically, it's going to be 100% NBA podcast, and we're getting into some free agency. We're going to talk about the Lakers, maybe the AD trade a little bit, talk about what we liked with the draft, what picks we liked, what picks we didn't like, a lot of Pistons talk also in our second segment, and then we'll get through it. All right, Jimbo, hit me with that Uber fact. All right, the Uber fact of the day. If a new state is admitted to the U.S., an additional star is officially added to the American flag on the next 4th of July. thought that was pretty interesting. I had we, can't have 50, we can't have 51 stars, though. Like They'll, f- they'll figure out a way to make it look fine without it just having one star sticking out. Nah, <laughs> if, we're, if we're adding one, if we're adding one, we're taking one away. You know? Yeah. It's got to be 50. I'm not losing sleep if, we don't have, if Rhode Island isn't one state of the U.S. That's anymore. Not, Let me just say that. Just split it up in like four parts and just share it among the states and borders. You know, it's, it's just not let Massachusetts or whatever yeah. just kind of overtake it. I don't yeah. think anyone's gonna be complaining. Give them to Canada. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I want Puerto Rico. I want some vacation. You know, Puerto Rico. That's fair. Yeah. A little bit easier travel. Don't have to get a yeah. visa. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. You ever been there? No, neither have I. <laughs> Is uh, Cape Cod in Rhode Island? Or is that Massachusetts? I think it's Massachusetts. All right, then I'm Gucci. No way, no way, no way Rhode Island has anything good, so I'm going to go with no. Yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I can't can't at all. Like, what are they even known for? They're known for being the smallest state, and that's it. That's literally what they're known for. (laughs) Being the most relevant state out there. (laughs) The Uber fact turned into a just absolute slander of Rhode Island. (laughs) It's roasting Rhode Island. All right, let's let's get into our six pack yeah, today. Yeah. So, what Jimbo and I were thinking, as every, most of you know, if you guys are following the sports realm, Anthony Davis was traded to the Lakers. It might mean sheer luck because the Lakers seem like they have no idea what the fuck they are doing ever, and that they just stumbled upon Anthony Davis by giving away everything, and now they have no money. But 
we're dedicating the six pack to Lakers free agents to sign to complete the roster or whatever. What we think the top six guys or just who will be a great fit with the Lakers. That's kind of how we were talking about it. How did you go about it, Jimbo? I basically took it as what one max slot guy can they get to then just fill the rest of the roster out with like better minimums. Okay. They just get one max slot. So I got maybe they're not all max slots. There's not that many max slot guys available. Yeah. But, and just a disclaimer, I think we took some guys out, right? Like Kate, no KD. So we took the, the yeah nine. disclaimer: no KD, no Kawhi, and um. I, I personally left Kyrie off my list. I'll say it now so he don't get on my case. I personally left Kyrie off the list as well. I don't want Kyrie, dude. Yeah. I don't think fair. Kyrie's good on any teams. I If I was a team that was contending, <laughs> I don't want Kyrie on the team. Dude, he literally hit the biggest shot in a Game 7 to win the finals. Yeah, I don't want him. Well, that's ridiculous. I disagree there, but... He needs to be the number two with a person that is significantly better than him. And there's not a lot of people better than him in the NBA. That's my take. <laughs> Okay, that's a crazy take. Let's get into it, though. Who is your number six? My number six, before this, the way I looked at it was they don't – I am I took the avenue that they don't have enough for, like, a max player. Mm-hmm. They have enough for the $20 million or they're going to fill three guys with their $27 million. That's kind of what I was working with. Yeah. And so my number six guy, he's played with the Trailblazers last year. I picked Seth Curry. I think he'd be a great fit, a phenomenal shooter, A-plus three-point shooter in 2K. So that's kind of all I needed to know about him. And um, I think he's really starting to become a solid pro veteran. He's probably got a smart IQ. He'll work well with LeBron. He's a spot-up shooter. He's good enough on defense where he's not a liability. I think it'll be a good fit with the Lakers just kind of playing off AD and LeBron. Yeah. That was my sixth. Who's your number six? My my sixth. I kind of want a similar path. I got some max guys on here. But then a lot of them, there's just not that many max guys. So yeah. This one I went with a guy who they could, I think they could get him for pretty cheap. Just known as just a prolific shooter, JJ Redick. Yep. I think that's a good option. I think he wants to be on a championship team. He wants to win. Another thing with him was he's been better. overpaid the last few years, and he's. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's underachieved, but he hasn't. For the amount that he was making, he wasn't. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't that productive. He still shot well, but he's. Yeah. He's barely averaging double-digit points, and he was making almost fifteen a million last year. I could see, and I could see him taking a decent pay cut, like making, yeah. like making. He could also be know? a buyout guy for some team if he goes, yeah. if he takes money somewhere, and then he reaches terms agreement where, yo, I don't have a future here. In February, he buys out and he bounces. Yeah. Lakers sign him for a million for the rest of the season, or something like that. Yeah, I feel like the next five years of his career are just going to be big one-year contract. It's Corver. He's he's literally going to yeah. take the Kyle Corver path. He is going to. All right, my number five is another guard, but played for the Clippers this past season is Patrick Beverly. I think he might be the perfect point guard to go with LeBron outside of like obviously a Kyrie or someone of like that stature, but on that second tier, third tier. With his mentality on the defensive side of the ball where he can literally guard their best player unless it's a KD or Kawhi type. He can mm-hmm. guard anybody on the court because he's going to be a dog and he's got that like FU mentality. So I think that's kind of what LeBron needs also because I'm not saying LeBron's not a dog in himself, but he also on some nights he's kind of just, Blazing, yeah, yeah he, he does his thing and Patrick Beverly's going to bring it every night. And so I yeah. think that would be a really good fit with Patrick yeah. Beverly and if the Lakers can keep Rondo, that's a hell of a duo. 
with two point guards because they can both handle the ball. They're both high IQ guys, and they can both play defense alongside with LeBron. Yeah, I like that too because I feel like a lot of the young guys when you put them on LeBron, they're kind of like starstruck of mm-hmm. him, you know. But like Beverly is definitely not. He's like at the all. exact opposite. He like his yeah. game is ri- like he rises his game up once yeah. once you play with LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my number five is going to be the Bucks guard Malcolm Brogdon. Mm, that's a really good pick. I like him. I think he'd be good on that team. He kind of does everything. Like he plays exceptional defense as well. He's also a good shooter. Handles the ball well. You know, he was good, he, he was on pace to be a 50-40-90 guy. Yeah, he had a really good year. And he was I having a really good year until he got hurt. Given a bigger role, you know, on on a team like this, like where he's the, the clear three guy. Even a quote unquote bigger role, he's still probably the fifth guy on this team. Yeah. Behind yeah. oh no, depending on who they pick up, he'll be the fourth guy behind Kuzma yeah. Davis. I was gonna and, say they don't, they don't even have five guys. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> but him being in number four, it's a hell of a number four. And spoiler yeah. alert, I also put Malcolm Brogdon as my number four guy, so we could talk about him a little bit. But yeah, oh, yeah. I thought he was having a phenomenal season. Because he's not a number two guy. He's a solid number three, but if he's your number four option, yeah. you got a very solid borderline elite team. Especially yeah. with Anthony Davis and uh LeBron is your one-two, but Malcolm Brogdon, uh, it's gonna be hard for the Bucks to pass him up, and the Celt, and there's a lot of people with a lot of money, so it's gonna be hard for the Lakers to work around it. So they're gonna have to prioritize certain people, but Malcolm yeah. Brogdon would be a huge pickup for them because they definitely need more guards. And they need guards who can defend. You know, yeah. he's a he's a good ass defender. Yeah, he's just a, uh-huh. he's a solid two-way player for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I already said my number four. So right back yeah. to you. Kick my it off again. Is, is another good two-way player. And Jimmy Butler. Yep. You know, I think, he, I think he'd, he'd be an interesting guy on that team. He's got the same, I kind of feel like a fuck you mentality like Patrick Beverly. Not to the extent of Beverly, but like in a way that I think would actually mesh well. He's with got LeBron. the FU mentality of Beverly with the skill set closer to LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Because Patrick like Beverly, like, I love him, but yeah, he doesn't have a skill set. This is not there. He's just, a, he's just a hard worker. He's just absolutely pit bull, just. <laughs> Maniac out there, Tasmanian yeah. devil like. But yeah, Jimmy Butler's just—he's just proved he's not afraid of like the moment or the big mm-hmm. shot or anything. Yeah, and he's from Houston, Jimmy Butler, and there's been talks that he wants to go to Houston. So if the Lakers can sign him, it makes a Western foe worse by not signing Jimmy Butler, and it and it um, enhances them by having him as well. So it's kind of like a double win there if he doesn't sign with the. Rockets, and if he stays out east, he stays out east. You don't have to really worry about him because odds are, whatever team he goes to the east, they're probably not making it out. Mm-hmm. All right, who's your number three? My number three is Nikola Vucevic. He was his first time All Star this year for the Magic, and he is an absolute beast. He averaged twenty points this year, and it, it might take a little bit less than the max. This might take a majority of their money, but I think he'd be great because Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the center. He's talked about a lot how he wants to be playing the power forward role and kind of playing the outside perimeter. Then on defense, he can kind of play that off-ball defense where he can come from behind and block shots. Yeah. And so, and with Vucevic being seven-footer, he's a natural rim protector. So him and Davis being there, that would also be huge. And so I think Vucevic will be huge on the offensive end to kind of bolster the load a little bit with LeBron and AD and then LeBron can take a break and then Vucevic and um, AD can kind of do that Boogie Cousins and um, Anthony Davis role they had at the Pelicans they can kind of do a Twin Towers type thing because Vucevic is a solid player I think he'll be huge for them if they can pick him up he is big I just don't know if I was the Lakers I wouldn't spend my money on another big guy 
Like, they need to fill out their guards more. Yeah. Like, I feel like he'd be an interesting guy, but having four... I was looking at it from, a, like, a skill point stand, um, like stance, perspective. Because yeah. if because at the end of the day, w- listening to podcasts and listening to shows on ESPN, it seems like a lot of teams have a crap ton of money. So it might yeah. come down to slim pickings, and if this guy's still available and you convince him to sign a three-year deal, not necessarily a long-term contract and get him to sign for a little bit less money, it could be a huge pickup for them. And then yeah. that'll just kind of bolster what they need. And he's, a, he's an all-star caliber player, and so it'll be a great third option. He could be a Chris yeah. Bosch type player. I'm, he, it doesn't seem like he has a lot of ego, so yeah. it could work out. We'll see. All right, my number three is probably out of my remaining players, probably the best fit, but the one I don't really care if it happens or not, Chris Middleton. Yeah. I think putting an elite shooter like that around LeBron is just so valuable. And a guy who also plays defense, he can score off the dribble. He's not just a shooter. He, but, you know, he proved this year that he can be a legit scorer on a contending team. Chris Middleton's solid. I think he's a little inconsistent, but he's also just growing to the role of being the number two on an elite team yeah. like that. It's just going to be hard for them to pry him away from the Bucks. Yeah. Because he's going to – he he opted out of a contract to get more money. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like they're going to have to pay a lot to get him. Yeah, so we'll see if he'll be able to do it. But hes I don't think he's a max guy. I'd be surprised if the Bucks give him the max, so we'll see. Yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting. He's that tier right below the max. Like, if you're paying Chris Middleton the max, you're doing something wrong. But if you can get him for under the max, it's yeah. solid. And, I mean, if you're I Chris like Middleton, you're trying to get the max, obviously. So. And there's, there will be teams that I feel like would be willing to pay him the max. Definitely. And that's why they'll still be bad. So. Yeah. But, yeah. So, if you can convince him to win now and make the team better around him, it could work out. So, I like that. My number two you already said it, is Jimmy Butler. I really like Jimmy Butler. I've always liked Jimmy Butler. He's a fun guy to play with on 2K. He's got that dog mentality. He can take the big shot because LeBron doesn't always take it. Kyrie was the one taking it sometimes in Cleveland, so they can kind of go back and forth. AD's not really a one-on-one face-up guy all the time to get you a bucket. He's more of a pick-and-roll type player. So I think Butler, at the end of the game, if you need a bucket, he can also do it outside of LeBron. So I like I really like Jimmy Butler. I think it'd be fun to kind of just pair him up with LeBron and see what happens. Yeah, I definitely agree. So who's your right. number two? My number two, well, probably I put this happening at less than a 5% chance, but D'Angelo Russell. Really? Going back to LA. I think that'd be, he, he's, a, he's a fun dude to watch. He's got kind of like a dog mentality. You know, he loves taking the big shots which, like you said, is important to play with LeBron. And then also, he's a guard. He can shoot. He just is a, he's just a scorer, dude. That dude just gets the end of is nice. Yeah, and the Nets already told him that they don't really care about him. So he's yeah. trying – I would assume that he's trying to leave. I think it's Nets or anywhere else. And I saw a report, I believe Woj put it out there, that the Lakers are going to pursue him. So that would be huge. I, I like that. Dude, and he, like, he really had a coming out year last year. Yeah. I think he – pretty sure he made the All-Star game. No, he did. Yeah, and I think, let me pull, I got his stats right here. Yeah, it's 21 a game. Like, that's, yeah. on, a, on a playoff team, you know, that's good. Yeah. Well, I you kind of spoiled my number one, because I picked D'Angelo Russell. I uh, want D'Angelo Russell on the Lakers. Yeah. That would be a hell of, like, 
coming full circle story. Yeah. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell back on the Lakers two year, two or three years later, an absolute beast now. That'd be so sweet. I think that was one of the bigger mistakes that front office made by getting rid of him because he had a dispute with freaking Spicy P. Yeah. So. Fucking, he was like the best one of their draft picks too, you know? Right now, he's turned out to be their best draft pick, Ham or Kuzma. Yeah. They got rid of him first. I know. It's tragic. Yeah. All right, my number final one. Point. Finish it off. Da, 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 is Kemba Walker. Yep. You know, I think they might be able to prime away with the max, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. I think that's a guy. That's just a guy where the point guard I want around LeBron is like a point guard who can do stuff off the ball, who can shoot, who can score. You know, yeah. that's the kind of guy he needs. And the only worry I, I have is like his defense isn't the best, but. The offense yeah, his defense is a big liability. That that offense is going to be nasty, though. If and they could probably get him and maybe Patrick Beverly. That would be huge. That'd be a big combo. I really want Patrick Beverly on the Lakers. I would really like that. I'm actually, I'm actually so in. I didn't think of that, but now that you said that, I'm very in. But the only thing about that, he plays on the Clippers right now, and I don't know if they're trying to not pay him or what, and I don't know how he because he seems like a pretty loyal guy, and I don't know yeah. if he'll do that. So we'll see. Yeah. But it's it's hard if LeBron gives you the call, hey man. Come to the Lakers, bro. I want you. Yeah, I would. I'd go. Yeah, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Easily, I'd be Water Boy. <laughs> Some honorable mentions I kind of wrote down, just thinking about it. And I don't know if it'll work out in terms of money, in terms of fit, but I really like kind of like the Angela Russell full circle was Julius Randle. I would love to see him back on the Lakers. Also, I want him to go back to the Pelicans because that would be a hell of a center to match with Zion Williamson. Imagine that beef yeah. in the backcourt or in the frontcourt. I, I always mix those two up. <laughs> I think it's frontcourt for the big guys. Yeah, <laughs> Zion Williamson at the four and Julius Randle at the five, bro. That is the <laughs> thickest and most explosive backcourt in the NBA. <laughs> that is. And another one I was thinking about was Brooke Lopez. Kind of yeah. full circle again, even though he played on the Lakers for like a year or two. But he's he's a journeyman, so he's yeah. used to it. He'd be huge now the way he shoots threes. And then uh, Nikola Mirotic, he'd be big. Big buyout guy. I feel like he's going to be in the buyout market eventually. Yeah, agreed. So, I was thinking Brooke Lopez too. But I tried to go more guards in mind. Those are solid guys. I was also yeah. thinking Austin Rivers potentially. He's kind of a guy that can come off the bench and get uh, a quick nine points in a quarter. Every yeah. once in a while, you never know. He can shoot threes. He can catch and shoot. So, I hope. Uh, is there a Coach Vogel? Yes, no. Frank Vogel, and then I believe Lionel Hollins, old Grizzlies coach, and then Jason Kidd. I believe that's the three rosters, the three main coaches that I know right now. Something interesting to think about. All those guys, like talking about the Bucks guys, Jason Kidd, Coach Brogdon, and uh, yeah. Coach Middleton. You know, if if they like them, they I could see that. Also, I could see Lance. I want them to keep Lance Stevenson. I need them to sign him back. I love Lance. Yeah, I wonder how many of the guys they would sign back. I feel like JaVale McGee would be a good fit still. I think I think they'll sign Lance because he was there when Vogel was with the Pacers. That's true. That was, like, that was his best years in the NBA was playing under him. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be whatever JaVale wants. If he's going for money, he's going to leave. If yeah, he wants to win, he'll stay with the Lakers. I think I like as much as he gets ragged on, JaVale McGee would be really fun to stay there. KCP might stay just because he's a clutch client. You never know. Yeah. Um, who else do they lose? Rondo. I want Rondo to stay, but strictly as a backup point guard. If he's your starting point guard now, that's not good. Not good at all. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> he had one game against the Warriors on Christmas, and that's it. 
And LeBron got hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beasley, he can leave town as fast as possible. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's stick with them. He didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got. That was a solid six-pack. I like that. I really want D'Angelo Russell. I want Russell, Brogdon, and Beverly. Out of my top six, those would be sweet. I'm in. I'm so in for D'Lo. That would be amazing. All right, let's shift gears to the NBA draft. Shift gears like the VAR ball wanted to with Molly Kerum, or how you pronounce her last name. God, that was bad. Stephen A. Smith just goes, oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, but NBA draft, Jimbo, the John Lure era is over. Woo! Thank you. Praise no. the Lord. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, it's finally done. I I'm so happy. John Lure is not on the Pistons. He's on the Bucks. probably going to get waived. Thank God. Yes. He was a disaster. Stan Van Gundy, that's your fault. The worst person to ever get my to. He was literally like, never well, healthy. Or good. When was he ever good in the NBA? Yeah. I bet he was expected to get, like, <laughs> mid-teens average, and I don't think I ever saw him with a box score over nine points. No. Never. It's just, it's just so disappointing. I honestly didn't even know. Has he ever had a good NBA season? Like, why do we give him that money? He he must have, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on a mission. Yeah. But speaking of the draft, overall thoughts before we get deep dive into the Pistons, I thought too many trades. It literally was mind-numbing trying to figure out what was happening. There were trades that were like within trades. There was a trade that happened and then another trade that happened, and the guy put a hat on for a team that traded that was two trades ago. <laughs> it was just so confusing. Yeah. I did I not know like what was happening. That sucks for I just I, that would piss me off. If I'm an NBA player and I'm throwing on a Brooklyn Nets hat and I'm really going to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and so my draft night, I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat, all the pictures, a nice picture with Brooklyn Nets hat, and I'm going to the Cavs, and they already know that. Like, I, I feel like they, there's got to be a way to better prepare for that. Freaking yeah. Woj and Shams know everything. How does the NBA not? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel you, though. I don't like how, like, I, 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 just like as a, as a draft prospect, I feel you, like that would suck. Like, It'd be so annoying. It's, yeah. so nice. it's different if it's different if you draft the person and then you create, I don't know, some type of package after. That's just tough luck. That doesn't happen as much. But if there's a trade, it's like when in the NBA, in the um, in the NFL draft that goes a trade has happened and they announce it and then they all know and yeah. they figure it out. It's it's really not that difficult. It's not hard. It's not all. hard. So I don't know. It's gotta be so confusing being a fan like at the draft. No. Like, you're not, you can't watch the TV, so you don't know what... Oh, my God, yeah. There's probably so many people trying to use their phones. It's probably, like, you probably got bad service. Especially me having Sprint. I guarantee I wouldn't have any service. You're probably just sitting there like, who the fuck is this guy going to? (laughs) Yeah. Just drop drop a team out there. You got a better chance of guessing. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, all all the NBA has to do is, is like, get five, six hats to each team. Yeah. Follow Woj's Twitter. And then just give the hat out based on Woj's Twitter. It's it, they do it like 15 seconds before the tweet, uh, the pick goes out anyway. Yeah, dude, they, they even tricked me last night with the Kevin Porter Jr. pick. Oh. I, thought, I thought for like five minutes that he was a piston. And then like he, they like interview him and everything, it goes off. Like, yeah, he's going to be going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I was like, what the fuck? I was onto that one. I, I saw that one early that the the Pistons traded to the Cavs to yeah, move back. I was, 
I was staying off my phone because Woe just likes to ruin the picks like five minutes before they happen. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was like trying not to look because I knew we were coming up. That's fair. I wasn't either. That is annoying. We were going, we were heading out to the Waldo's bar before we were waiting for the Pistons pick. And so we waited like eight picks to see who yeah. the Pistons were going to get. And then it got, and then they traded it like five minutes before. And we were just, we were like, what the fuck? We sat here for 20 minutes waiting for the Pistons pick. And then they moved back. And they were like, screw this. And then we left. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of funny. But um, yeah, your boy, uh, Darius, what was his last name? Baisley. Baisley. He ended oh. up going to the Nuggets, right? Or where did he go? He's going to the Thunder. Thunder. Hey. Yeah. He didn't go to the Pistons, but that could be fun. No, I like that, yeah. I, I was just upset he didn't go to the Pistons. But also, I'm not upset with who they drafted, you know. I've never seen I've never heard him before. Dumbuya, baby. Alright, let's get into the let's get into the Pistons talk. So at, if you're not a huge Pistons fan, at pick fifteen in the first round they pick Siku, Seku, Seku, Dumbuya or Dumboya. We don't know how to pronounce it. He's from We're France. Shout out France, yo yo, Ale le bleu. <laughs> so Dumbuya, uh, all I did last night was search YouTube clips of him playing, and he seems—I mean, he dominated the French league. I don't know how much that means, but he was—he had some. I, from what I heard, he had like really big games in the French league, and then sometimes he just wouldn't do anything. So yeah, he got bored. He's in the fucking French league. He's like, damn, I'm about to go to the NBA. Screw this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, like, his last game of the French League, he dropped, like, 35 points. I was watching his highlights. It was kind of sick. I like that he can shoot. They yeah, said he's a work in progress, so I can work with it, though, man. I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, he's definitely got He's got a lot of upside, and that's that was, like, my whole thing with the Pistons. Like, I don't want to draft a guy who's just going to be, like, a plug-and-play yeah. borderline starter. So, like, I want a guy. Draft for the that, future. I like it. Yeah, a guy who could be a potential, like, big player, you know? Yeah. A couple years down the line, we get rid of Andre Drummond. We still got Blake. Hopefully, yeah. he's the next Pascal Siakam, yeah. dude. That's yeah, what we're exactly. hoping for. Exactly. I'm uh, down. All right. And then at pick 37, uh, I, there's no way I can pronounce this right, but <laughs> Devidas Servetus out of Lithuania. I didn't think that was that bad of an attempt. The first name what, is definitely wrong. I'll tell you this right now. This guy's not going to do anything in a Pistons uniform. <laughs> <laughs> tell you that right he is young now. he's 19 years old he's a small forward power forward he's 6'9 he's a shooter so I don't know I also, I, I wish I, I wish I had some analysis on this man <laughs> I could barely find film on him on YouTube bro <laughs> like I literally like when I went to bed last night at like 2am I was like literally just like alright let me just look up some of these picks I can't fall asleep right now and I found a bunch on Dumbuya we're yeah. just gonna call him Dumbuya just just roll with it, okay? Just you get have to roll with it, everybody. Yeah. It's it's Booya is way better than Boya. So yeah. agreed. And I found a bunch of stuff on him on Twitter and YouTube, but this Davidita Servitas, nothing. Bone dry. <laughs> so we'll see. That's tough. Yeah. Who's our, we got we got that one last guy too, right? Jordan and Bones. our third pick in the fifty seventh pick, third to last pick of the draft was Jordan Bone out of Tennessee. It was a great story behind him. Do you want to tell Heinz? The whole at the draft party. Yeah, yeah. He was at his draft party and his like he didn't think he was going to pick. So he's sitting there and like gave the brother the his brother his older brother the mic and he's like apologizing to everyone and saying like everyone in this room like I love y'all and then right as he's saying like I love you guys that it came out that he got picked and like the whole room just stormed him. It was Went such nuts. a cool video. Yeah, oh, it was well, it was really cool. Off the if you want to check it out, it was yeah, a really was cool, cool moment. Yeah. Check it out on Twitter. I'm sure Bleach. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Bleacher Report, ESPN. It, it's blown up. So, 
if you yeah. just if you're on social media at all, you'll definitely see it. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool moment. It it just his brother was kind of hands on his face, and uh, no, Jordan Bone, the player, was hands on his face, and his yeah. older brother ended up was telling everybody like, "Thanks for coming out." And then somebody goes, "Oh shit!" And, yeah. and then they just go nuts, absolutely crazy. That's so, awesome. I'm excited for him. Another guard. <laughs> He's got he's, he's got a little really, more offensive pop than Bruce Brown and Kyrie Thomas do, so yeah. hopefully something can come out of it. Is he a point? Yeah, he's point. I think he's a combo guard, but I think he played point he, at Tennessee. All I'm saying is the description and the stuff I watched with him, he literally looks like a young Ish Smith. If we literally just drafted another Ish Smith. No, I heard he's like an no, I heard he's an ultra athletic dude. I just heard he's really fast and he can't shoot. So hey. sounds, sounds, sounds like, like the Pistons. Sounds like Ish Smith. Sounds like the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard he was ultra athletic. Like he can yam, and he oh, nice. he's like a outside of Zion, he's one of the most athletic dudes in the um, in the draft. I heard he just his oh. basketball skills aren't there. He's really raw. That's what I heard. So that's kind of what well, you're getting. Again, that's what you're getting with second guy, round picks. Once again, we draft a guy who can't shoot. Hey, we got Hey, we got Lucky Luke, bro. All we need is Lucky Luke. The Pistons have. The least amount of shooters in the NBA, like by far. And we literally have no one on our team that can shoot oh, at all. Blake Griffin's Blake our Griffin. best shooter, and he just Blake and he just started shooting threes <laughs> like two years ago. <laughs> Andre thinks he can shoot them now. Oh man, dude, I'm sick of seeing videos of Andre Drummond shoot threes in an open court gym and just <laughs> like, hey, Drummond's coming out for blood next year. I'm like, yeah. He's coming did, out. <laughs> did you see the most recent one, Andre Drummond? Yeah, the step back between the legs that he switched. Uh, like, a, the, and a week later, he had another one, too. It was like, he just fucking basically fumbled the ball on the ground, picked it up, and threw, like, a step inside three-point line floater. And it was just like, uh, what the fuck is Andre Drummond doing? It was actually, like, the ugliest basketball play I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That's the Andre I know and love. <laughs> he's trying to just prove that he has ball handling skills and playmaking skills when he's playing an open court in, or in like open gym pickup, and it's just so bad. Yeah. So bad. He doesn't even get invited to the LA Fitness once. He, he's got a ball of like Detroit high schoolers. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and he talks about how he's all about the community. Yeah. <laughs> even though he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> even though he wants to get the fuck out so bad. <laughs> uh, all right. You got any other thing on the Pistons that we can go into first round recap, kind of like sleeper busts? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on the Pistons. For Not sure. All right. I have to talk about a pick that I really was fond about. Round one, Suns, number 11, Cam motherfucking Johnson, baby. <laughs> Almost a top 10 pick when you said he wasn't even going to get drafted. My <laughs> man, Cam Johnson. Oh, baby. <laughs> You got it right. He dude, my dude Cam Johnson. I told you, Hines. I told you he was going to be a lottery pick. He shouldn't have been drafted that high. That I right. told you he should have been a lottery pick. He's going to the Suns. He's about to be the next duo with Devin Booker. Uh, I got to go all in on Cam Johnson now. I can't look back. Okay, he got drafted by the worst organization in NBA. <laughs> the only team that had him in the lottery, probably. Everyone else, everything else I saw had him like late 20s, early 30s. Uh, Cam Johnson, baby. My man. Woo! I'll give you props, though. You, I, you, I can't deny he did get picked 11th. He called it right. He's a shooter. That's a big thing. It was him and Cam Reddish as guys above, like, six foot eight who can shoot or six yeah. foot six, whatever it is. He shot 40% from three. I think that was a big thing that turned him on to a lot of teams. Yeah, 
I, I the only thing I heard that was kind of turning teams off was he had like he has has had uh, injury issues in both of his hips. Yeah, so. he was out. He was out the first part of the year against with for North Carolina, I believe. And I think that's what made his draft stock kind of low at the beginning, which probably kept his draft stock low until he got picked number eleventh overall. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. What was the pick that you liked? I liked Darius Baisley to the Thunder. Mm-hmm. I just think he, he took an interesting path. For those of you who don't know what he, his path or his story, he signed with, or he committed to Ohio State, decommitted, committed to Syracuse, decommitted. It's like, I'm going to just go play in the G League. Then it was like, actually, I'm just going to intern at New Balance and work out all year. So he literally <laughs> just worked out with like clutch sports as people like LeBron's camp and just got really good and put on some weight, just got better at basketball. Yeah. But everything I heard, like, at the combine, he was, like, tearing it up. He's got good feel. He's a 6'9 wing who, like, can has, has ball handling, a good basketball IQ, you know? Yeah. I was surprised the Lakers didn't get him, dude. Clutch dude, sports. I know. How do they not do that? I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> they always get the Lakers, guys. Yeah, I thought they were going with them at number four. Or whatever. Oh, they traded that pick. That's right. Another pick that I liked, this was second round. It was a guy who dropped a lot, which has had injury before it was Bull Bull to the Nuggets. They're playing the long game. They're not, I, they're trying to win by also rebuild. They picked yeah. Michael Porter last year, which is probably, he was out all the next year. He's back this year. They picked Bull Bull this year because they're about to lose Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap's gone, I'm pretty sure, because he, he's becoming a free agent. He's gone. But if they can insert Michael Porter and Bull Bull, I mean, they're just a deep, athletic team, dude, with a lot of potential. I don't know if it's going to all come together. A lot of potential, a lot of upside. It's perfect for them because, like, what do they have to lose, you know? Like, yeah. You know? How old is Jokic? How old is Jokic? Not, he's what? Probably, like, 25, 26. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's just starting his prime. Yeah. you got to surround him with some guys, cheap guys like Bull Bull, Michael Porter. Jamal Murray hasn't had his contract yet. If you can get guys like that for cheap, like they're just taking risks because they're already so deep. So it's like, yeah. if if they miss on a pick, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, what do the Nuggets have to lose there with Bobo in the second round? It's a second round draft pick. Yeah, nothing. People, he have- was in the green room. People thought he, he could be a lottery pick. They get him out. They get him at forty four. Yeah. That's huge, right? Yeah, I, I think agree. it's just like they did with uh, Michael Porter last year. It's like, what what do they have to lose? They're already deep. It's not like. This is gonna ruin their franchise if he doesn't turn out. Agreed. They could probably flip him for a pick if he doesn't turn out for a team that's more desperate and wants to take a risk on him. So, like Sonny. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think it's a win-win for the Nuggets if Bobble turns out. He could be an All-Star caliber player in the NBA if what he was projected before he got injured. And if he doesn't, it he's still an ultra talented guy, and you can still flip him for a pick and maybe a shooter or something later if you're making a playoff push. So, yeah, I think it's definitely a win-win for them. Mm-hmm. Do you have so any second-round yeah. draft picks that you liked coming out? Yeah. I had two, and curiously, they played the same position and got picked by the same team: Carson Edwards and Tremont Waters. Both, yep. the, both small guards, but. They're both impressive to me. They both played MSU this year, so I got a chance to watch each of them play. Carson Edwards is just a dog. Like, everyone saw him in the tournament putting up points. Tremont Waters is actually, like, the quickest dude I saw in all college yeah. basketball. When they played, when Florida, or what was it? Was it Florida State? I don't know who they played. When LSU played Florida State or Michigan State, it was one of the two. It might have been both. He was just blowing by people. Oh, 
the state was so bad. Dude, he was literally, he'd get by McQuaid. McQuaid wouldn't even be like turned around, hip smooth or anything. Yeah. Basically, like, out. Speaking of McQuaid, McQuaid signed with the Pistons. Yeah, I saw that. That that'd be hilarious. Hey, talk about shooters. That's a shooter right there. They need him. They need That's him. a hell of a shooter right there. That is a good one. He's the best shooter on the team now. Yeah. Not to go negative. One pick I did not like was the Pelicans pick Jackson Hayes, Texas, the center. I thought it was a stretch to pick him there, and I thought with Cam Reddish on the board. Unless Zion and him have a bad relationship, why are you passing up on Cam Reddish? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that the Pelicans could have got Cam Reddish there. I thought that would have been a sweet pickup for them. I think I think Jackson Hayes' upside is so great, though. Like, he could be him and Zion in the front court together. They're, no one's going to shoot anything yeah. inside. They're both elite shot blockers. That's what I said. But Jackson, he's, he's just a defensive guy, though, man. In the NBA, it's so important to have skill on the offensive end, too. Uh, I think he's shown signs of developing. He's young, though. He's like he reminds me of Jarrett Allen on the Nets. He kind of reminds me of Miles Turner. Yeah, I think Miles Turner played at Texas too. He's a little skinnier. Miles Turner is big as fuck. Miles Turner was skinnier when he. I think he's gonna put on some weight. Yeah, that's like number one for him is putting on weight. My kind of my my thought process with that is I would have rather had Cam Reddish and the Pelicans had thirty million in cap space and they could go pick up like a Brook Lopez or. Sign Julius Randle back at center. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Did uh, did Jarrett Allen and Miles Turner both play at Texas? I think they did. Uh, I believe so. It's funny, all Texas guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a trend. You know, maybe he'll yeah, turn. Out, man. If he can turn out to be either like like either. Oh, of those dude, if he's Jared players. Allen, that's huge. Yeah, for the Pelicans. Yeah, that is all they need because yeah. Zion's gonna do all the offense. Lonzo's gonna control the ball. Hopefully, Ingram can start finding his own with that mid range game. They're not going to need him to put up 20 points a game. They're going to need 12 points, 12 rebounds, and like two or three blocks a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get those bas- like under-the-basket offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds, pick and roll when they double-team Zion or something, and just you yeah. got to – he's got to be 70% plus from the field, and then he'll be solid yeah. for them. He'll be 10, the 10-10 10 guy with two or three blocks a game. Yeah, right around there. <laughs> That'd be huge for them. The pick I didn't like in the first round was Jared Culver. And actually, I don't like him. I just didn't like... I think he went... Where'd he go? Timberwolves. Oh. Six. Yeah, that's right. I thought they should have went with a point guard there. Also, I didn't think the Suns should have traded that. I think they should have got a point guard. They should have stayed in that spot and got a point guard. And then the Timberwolves traded it up, and I thought, oh, they're going to go Garland or Kobe White, like whoever's there. And then they went with Culver, which I didn't yeah. make a lot of sense Kobe White went a pick after them to the Bulls. Yeah. But so, yeah, I like Jared Culver. I would have really liked him to see him on the Pelicans as well. I just thought the Pelicans could use another wing guy. Yeah, I, I think that would be huge. You would have nice on the Pelicans. Yeah. Dude, I that, think because... That, that team defensively, if he was there, because he's an elite defender. You have Lonzo, Drew Holiday, uh, Zion, Culver, and then Hayes. They're all known for their defense. Yeah. But that'd be sweet. That'd be a fun team. That would just be running, running gun, man. Yeah, but a team I like coming out of the draft is the Hawks. I think they I like their young core. Yeah, I don't love Trey Young, but everywhere else they got Cam Reddish, they got John Collins. I I really like what they're looking at. They got DeAndre Hunter too, didn't they? Uh huh. They traded up for number four. Yeah, so I like him. I I didn't like Trey Young before this year, but like he proves himself to me. Like he yeah, he's a he high volume play. guy though, dude. Very like, high I, volume. He's a better passer than I thought he was. Like he. He legit can pass the ball and he can score for you. He has, he's gonna have big games. Like 
in, in times where I don't think I think he's going to be a guy in big games could have like big stature yeah. games could have. Like, he's not afraid of the moment. He had already a couple game winning shots, so yeah. You know, I think he's a good piece to build around. He might not be a D star, but they're they're putting something together. I agree. Yeah, if they can get a, they they need like an established couple wing guys because John Collins can become a top five center and then or power forward in the yeah. NBA. And so if they get a couple wing guys there, maybe hopefully Cam Reddish can come and do his own. But yeah, DeAndre Hunter, they're yeah, looking yeah. good. I had two teams that I really liked. The first, I thought they had a tremendous draft. It's kind of a cop out because they're two of the top three picks, but the Grizzlies. I thought John Morant with Jaron Jackson to begin with. I thought that that's combo could be fun. Lethal, and then they drafted Brandon Clark later in the first round. So that's another guy that, like, they're gonna have Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark in the front court, like. That's two. That's two of the best shot blockers in the last two years from coming out of college basketball, and then an electric guy in Ja, who's an amazing passer. Like that's a. Even my dad said he. I was talking to my dad about it. He's like, "Hey, I might have to be a Grizzlies fan now." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, what I like about the NBA right now is gonna be a lot of fun teams to watch. A lot of parody yeah. right now, especially with no, the Warriors being shut down yeah, with the injuries. Exactly. There's just a lot of teams that have a shot. Even the young teams that aren't quote unquote very good, they're gonna be fun. So. And finally, my sleeper team, my favorite team, the Knicks. I like. I just really like RJ Barrett. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about Icky. He's the other pick in the draft. Ross Dakis, baby. I think RJ Barrett could be the best player to come out of this draft. Honestly, I think he's going Rookie of the Year too. I think he's going to be a stud. I think only thing with that is the team is not there. There's no way they win more than thirty games, dude. Yeah, it's really hard. Right. It's fun that who they if they get anyone this in the free agency. Yeah, but if the Pelicans are pushing 40 wins, how can you not? That means Zion is doing something, and I feel like it's going to be hard for them not to give it to Zion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Zion will get it. I think if anyone gets it, it'll be Ja. Really? Yeah. It's, if, yeah. Now, I, I put Zion as the third of the, of the favorite to win it, but I know he's going to be betting odds favorite. Zion, he's minus 300, I think. Yeah. I think that's what I, I saw last time. Yeah. But for sure, damn. <laughs> Well, listeners that aren't heavy on the sports, we're sorry about that. That was heavy, deep NBA podcast, but they're with us. We wanted to talk about it. It's been a while since we've gone deep on uh, sports, so and yeah. we love sports at the end of the day, so we need to get through it. Anything else, Jimbo, before we click out? No, that's, that's it. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. We'll posting this soon. Peace, everybody. We'll have more uh, on the recreational side to come, but this was definitely more on the sports side, so peace, everybody.